Welcome to uh, another edition, a long-awaited edition of the Colorful Kid Podcast. Today, Jason joins me, Brian joins me, and how is it going, guys? How's it going, Brian? Well, it's going pretty good. Just getting a little toasty here in Phoenix, but I'm ready for some uh, summer football. <laughs> how is it in Chile? Well, I guess Pennsylvania. <laughs> you live outside of Philly, right, Jason? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, not so toasty, um, but... Uh, <laughs> It's good. Uh, you know, excited for uh, you know we we got the final coming up, and then we we uh, have a pretty good this summer coming up here soon with a whole bunch of uh, L three to look forward to. An action packed schedule. Like this is ridiculous <laughs> schedule. <laughs> it's insane. I was going through it today, and I'm like, okay, we got like four friendlies, we got two tournaments, and we got World Cup qualifying. Mm-hmm. So a lot on the plate. But yeah, would you guys say that maybe some player rotation might be key this summer? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's inevitable at this Pass. point. <laughs> All right, well, he released a list of 32 players, and from this list, 23 are going to be uh, called up for the Confederation. It's going to be the same squad for the Confederations Cup and the World Cup qualifiers, right? Do I got that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> And, Hopefully, I mean, yeah. who knows? Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Um, so we got the fi- the friendly this Saturday, and we got the next one on June first. And after the June first friendly, Osorio is going to pick his Confederations Cup squad and the World Cup squad, and allegedly the Gold Cup is coming out for that as well. So, so we got hmm. the friendly six one, and then we got the six eight. We play Honduras, and then six eleven we. Play the United States at the Azteca. Both and, at home too. Yeah, both at home. And then from that point on, ten days after the Mexican, ten days after playing at the Azteca, the Confederations Cup starts. So there's a lot of games coming up in the next couple weeks. Yes. Um, looking at the roster, was there anyone that stood out to you, Jason, that you were surprised they got called up? I think uh, Burrito Hernandez was kind of a surprise. I didn't expect that to uh, him to make an appearance there in the midfield. Um, other than that, I mean, I mean, it largely was kind of the expected roster. I think uh, Elias Hernandez, another one maybe that's kind of more of a fringe guy. But um, all in all, like I, th- I think it's like a lot of the guys you're looking forward to. Like we have Gutierrez in the midfield there. I mean, someone we've been. Dying to get into a roster, so um, the more of the pleasant surprise variety. Um, but I no, I don't think there are like too many like big shockers really. What are you, Brian? Anyone that stood out or anyone that's missing? I mean, it's 32 players. I don't know who else would be. Yeah, I, I went through it a couple times. I thought Fabian was missing at one point, but then I found him on the roster, so that's all good. But um, yeah, Hernandez is a little bit surprising. Other than that. I mean, if they're going to be cutting people out, this looks like a pretty solid team that you can assemble. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's like a whole lot of missing guys at this point. I mean, you, you could talk about like Cesar Montes, but yeah, like that was the guy I was going to bring up. stuff and <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I mean, I mean, it's nitpicking. I think these are probably guys that are going to get cut anyway. Like, I, I don't think he's making the final roster anyway at this point. So, I mean, anyone you would add, I don't think from here. With past this thirty-two aren't going to be on the final roster anyway. And well, let's just let's just dive into that. I mean, we've got thirty-two guys, thirty-one really, because the Corona went home with a had, what a muscle strain or something. Mm-hmm. And no word on replacing him. At least they're not going to replace him before uh, June first. So, I mean, I made a list of guys I think are going to get cut. Let me know if you guys agree, disagree. Um, I have Jesus Gallardo. Yay, nay. Mm-hmm, yes. Cut. Yeah, I got him too. Yeah. Um, and so you mean you mean for the World Cup qualifier? Yes, on, yes, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, Elias Hernandez? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. But yep. he seems to have a little bit of a, a special seat there, so that one might be a question mark. But, yeah, I, I, I think I could see him getting cut out. Um, I got Jorge Hernandez. Mhm. Yeah, same here. <laughs> um, I got Molina. I don't. I'm not sure. I, put I a think he's in. Mark. Yeah, you think he's in? Or you I think, think, yeah, think he I think sticks he's around in. too? Yeah. I don't see him. Yeah. 
right. I think he's I think he's a guy that Osorio trusts in that that position as like a mm-hmm. possibility there. And I don't think that a lot of although like I think there are like a lot of players on this roster that can play that defensive midfielder role. I don't think there are a lot that Osorio plays in that defensive midfielder role other than Molina. Um, all right, we got Corona out. Um, Guti. I think yeah. he, I think he will be gone, but I think we'll see him at the Gold Cup. Yeah, that's right. What about you, Jason? Yeah. Is that what you think too? Yeah, I agree with that too. Yeah, yeah. I'd uh, keep him. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, at the yeah. same time, you got so many midfielders. It's a good weapon to have, but yeah. you know that that'll be another opportunity for him. I'd rather them not keep him and then let him start at the Gold Cup. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, Alanis? I think he stays. I think he's gone. I, th- I think he's gone, but then again, he might get hurt. I mean, let's be honest. It's the way... <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to be that guy. guy, but the way the year is gone. Yeah. Um, and then I got uh, Peralta. I think, I think he might be gone. Another gold copper. See, I'm I'm afraid he's going to stay, but I I if I if it was my nine, he'd be on my nine. But I I'm kind of thinking he, I might we might see him stick around. I'm afraid yeah. of who that means that is going to be cut. But uh, yeah, he's definitely like um, probably should be cut from the list. Yeah, I think he should be gone too. But so if. So that's eight, and you guys think we might keep Molina. So that's seven. So who? What other two guys do you think would get cut? Did we say Luis Reyes? Uh, no, I didn't have him down. You think he's gonna get cut? Possibly, but the other guy, I think, I think he would be better suited for the Gold Cup. Would be Giovanni dos Santos. I believe he's going to the Confederations Cup, right? That's been announced, right? Is that, has that been announced? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because okay. he's not gonna join the, up with the team until after the. The friendly? Yeah. So I, I think okay. he is set for the Confederations Cup. Did you hear anything well, else, Jason? Set. Yeah. No. No. The, hmm. Another guy I'm thinking that could get the, the cut would be Aquino. Yeah, I was I thinking think the two. I think you either take him. There. I think you take him or or Jurgen Dam. I'm yeah. not sure if you take both. Take them off? <laughs> take yeah, them I, to I, the, the Confederations. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, like, because Jurgen Dom is someone who can play the same position, but he has a little more positional flexibility as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could see Dom sticking around and Aquino getting the cut. Also, um, I don't know. I'm looking at like possibly, and I'm kind of worried. Like maybe like um, like Raúl like might even get a cut, um, just because there's so many forwards right now in that mm-hmm. roster and um it just I, it look it kind of seems like they need to cut another one whether it's him or geo um i'd personally put send geo to the cold cup but um i could see i could see raul even getting cut and i think that would be t- terrible but i could see yeah. that's a possibility there as well i don't think i could happens see just because you're talking about positional flexibility and raul's been playing in the right wing for osorio from time to time yeah that's true I could see possibly uh, Pineda getting uh, left off. Yeah, I agree. I'd be, I'd be okay too. with Pineda and Gutierrez in the middle for the Gold Cup. Yeah, I mean that doesn't bother me at all. Because but that's the Gold what, Cup matters. That's you know, what we have to win it. Otherwise, we have to play whoever wins this in the Concacaf Cup to make more money. I mean, <laughs> another Pasadena uh, event. Personally, I, I, I'd want those guys to spend as much time with the senior team and just, like, the best of Mexico players as possible, even that if that means, like, a cut into their national team playing time. I'd rather, like, keep Orbelin and Gutierrez with, like, the absolute best roster possible, and I, I think you make that happen by getting rid of Peralta, getting rid of Gio off that roster, and getting yeah. those guys in there and start thinking, start thinking about Russia and not as much this summer, but I know that's a bit far-fetched. Mm. Mexico planning a year ahead. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like a luxury that managers are allowed to have. Um, so yeah, that's not going to happen. But I mean, ideally, that would be my choice. But we're not working in the ideal here. <laughs> mm. And then, I mean, hasn't I believe Osorio has played Dam as a right wing back, hasn't he? 
I believe so. So just I mean, he can definitely fill in there. Yeah. I mean, just just another another wrinkle as to you know positional flexibility. Does anyone want to take a guess who we bring in as a third keeper? Conejo, maybe. <laughs> At this point, I'm not going to be shocked by anything, but um, maybe probably like Moy Moy Munoz. Like it's it's not going to be a it's going to be someone that's going to leave you a little underwhelmed. I think I might possibly think um, Orozco. Yeah, that's another possibility too. Well, let's talk about Gold Cup. I mean, who do you guys want as a starting keeper at the Gold Cup? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> it depends who's filled in in this third this yeah. third spot. <laughs> well, I would imagine. But I could see Mo- I could see Munoz. I mean, I could see Munoz being the starter for that one. Isn't he out of contract in like June? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? And Orozco, isn't he up for a transfer, too? I can't say. <laughs> what about oh, Kota? Even though I think he's also up for a transfer, too, to go to Chivas. <laughs> wow. I'll, I'll take Kota over either one of those two. Yeah, he's honest. not bad. I don't I, I like him either. Yeah. Yeah. How about Gonzalez, Hugo? I, mm. He could possibly be a call-up. Or he's a backup. Not his strongest yeah, back, uh, playoff. Backup but... Gold Cup keeper, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, who do you guys want to see get called up that you know at least wasn't part of this 32 for the for the gold cup i mean i obviously i want cesar montes to get called up i would be worried if he if he's not called up it's it's getting ridiculous just... i'm sorry it's just getting ridiculous <laughs> yeah plenty of, plenty enough uh talent wise to be a starter for that team I mean, I always lied to myself and said, you know what, we played all these Moleto games, but at least we can try out new young players. And nope, he hasn't played yet. <laughs> yeah, sure. Another guy I want to see is uh, uh, Kubo Torres. Yeah, I think he's pretty solidified for yeah, a, I think he's a forward shooter. spot. Yeah. yeah. But this is big. That's a big. That's a big spot for him, though. Yeah. Because we've we we've seen him go quiet. I mean. He's finally got a little bit of rhythm going on for Houston, so you know, let's see, let's see let's see if he can keep that going. Because as you said, this is an important gold cup. Um, you don't want to keep good doing keep doing these half ticket type things. You know, we can knock if we if you can knock out this gold cup, that would be massive. I can't wait till Mexico loses on a controversial call and then like the <laughs> conspiracy theories like oh. <laughs> Some came through, and uh, the U.S. Uh, Concacaf officials wanted to get that Concacaf cup in. Maybe it's possible. <laughs> the conspiracy theories will flow. Oh yeah, it'll flow, and I'm sure that. I mean, I don't want to play that thing. That thing is going to be what next October or something. Uh, it'd be two summer or twenty nineteen, right? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Would it? Well, here's the other thing: is are, is there even a, con- a confirmation on the 2021 Confederations Cup? Because I heard possibly that they might not even have it, just due to the circumstances of the World Cup. But I don't know that for sure. Now that I think about it, do we even know when the World Cup's going to be played in 2022? <laughs> yeah, I think it might be a winter. <laughs> like, like I haven't heard any of that. Like anything come down for a while on that. So I don't know. Yeah, who knows. <laughs> Anyone else, Jason, yes. you think you want at the Gold Cup? Um, I can't think of anyone offhand. Um, I mean, Cesar Montes is certainly the number one on my list. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting someone. Um, do, 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 who else? I pulled up some names uh, like Pizarro, Polito. Oh, uh, yeah, Pizarro, yep. Um, oh, there you go, yeah. yeah. Uh, possibly Brizuela. Is he even healthy? Is he still banged up? I feel like he's been hurt he? for the last, like... I, <laughs> I, I know he got injured a while ago, so I was hoping by that time he would be okay, but... Um, Hugo Ayala? That's another name that might be... I don't know how stacked you are in the defense for that type of... Yeah. 
But just tell him, tell him to wear a Tigers jersey underneath his Mexico jersey, <laughs> and then he'll just be fine. He'll be fine. Um. Hmm. Well, just a sidebar. Can you guys think of anyone else who does so well for their club team, but then turns to crap once they, once they put on the Mexico jersey? Yeah, it's another Tigres guy. Yeah. Duenas. Well, yeah, Duenas. He's and not not that he's he's awful with L three. But when you see him have these magnificent games with Tigres, and then he puts on the green shirt, and it's like, well, where's all that magic? It's like, he's kind of just, you know, mediocre. And it's like, where's, you know, I know that's why he gets called up, though, because he has those massive games, those those big plays with Tigres. So this is another one. That's another one to keep an eye on. Well, Whether maybe if uh, Sodio stopped playing him at right back. <laughs> that, too. Yeah. But, um. I'm, oh, tr- I'm trying to think of people who just people who are just good with their clubs and just like once they put on the Mexico jersey, it's just I don't know what I'm doing. Just downhill, just completely downhill. That's that's definitely another, that's definitely one of them, but um, none really off the top of my head that just completely disappear. Yeah, yeah. Part of me is like scared of this Gold Cup. <laughs> like we're gonna, just, we're gonna just throw out a team that put them together for three days and be like, all right, guys, go win. That's true. Some of these guys. Uh, we're talking about. I mean, you you guys are talking about like Kubo coming in there and like. I mean, that just for me that just sounds like we're gonna end up with that half ticket. Like that, that just like <laughs> like Kubo coming in and like. I mean, here's a guy like I I don't trust at all. Uh, so I mean, if 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 this is a guy who's gonna we're gonna put in there and hope he scores the goals for Mexico for Mexico, like I I'm, I'm highly concerned. So I thought we gotta true. make sure we get a 38 year old Peralta or 48 year old, however old he is. Yeah. And that's the problem, isn't it? Like, how do you keep these guys on the bench for the you know the Confederations Cup that you know can pop in and help, or do you hey let's send him to the Gold Cup and he'll start and play 90 minutes? It's, I mean, you have to you have to commit one way or the other, and you can't have you know you can't send half your A team to this and half to that. You have they're committed to the world to the qualifying and the Confederations Cup. I mean, that's the A roster. I mean, they're not gonna hold anyone. I don't think, unless you're like maybe like a Gutierrez or Pineda, where you're like the last guy on the bench. Yeah. Well, even looking at the Gold Cup, though, I mean, like we were saying, you know, you look at Pineda and Gutierrez. Like, this is still not a bad opportunity for them because you still got Costa Rica, Honduras, and. Um, Panama on top of you know the United States being in that so I mean this is not going to be a walk in the park by any means you know so I mean I, I actually wouldn't mind seeing some of those players get the get the full those full matches and you know yeah and it's not like you can play both I mean they, the tournaments stack up on top of each other so yeah very quickly yeah and I mean I, as a as someone who would have one of those players if so if if Osorio came to me and said hey we need you we need your guy to play two tournaments I'm just saying hell no <laughs> that's right <laughs> I mean, that, that's yeah, that was yeah that's even Gio when he went in 2011 to the gold cup and then the Copa America he was kind of like yeah I really, I'm not really into this <laughs> yeah it's not gonna work but what you're saying Jason I really hope they don't do that to Jimenez I hope he plays with you know the full national team and not, hey, let's go team up with Kubo, win us the Gold Cup. <laughs> be terrible. Oof, that'd be rough. Terrible. Especially because he, he, he'd be a massive threat for the, for the this uh, World Cup and qualifying and uh, Confederations roster. I mean, that, that would be a, really, a real shame. For me, he's always the guy I just want to see more minutes with the national team all the time. I just like, because I, I think he just has so much potential for Mexico, but I just, I think he's just underused. Yeah, and I, and I also don't want to see him needing to run back half of the game. You know, like. <laughs> That's right. His, his, his threat is up, is up top. That's he right. Shouldn't, he shouldn't be chasing everybody down. But at the same time, I'm sure that's why Osorio plays him. Because it's like, yeah. I, know he'll, I know he'll track back. I mean, I love Chicharito, but he doesn't necessarily always track back. No. And if, you, and if, and if your life depends on Chicharito making a good tackle, well, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> He's got his other gifts, we'll say. Yeah, his other gifts. Uh, so we got the Croatia friendly, Ireland friendly. A very inexperienced Croatia. Oh, yeah. surprisingly. Like Croatia's but... B minus team. Like this is <laughs> This might be this might Friendly. be like the G rate because there's like ten players without even appearances for the team. So it's kind of, you know it'll be an interesting one. I'm sure it'll be a packed house though. It's at the Rolls Bowl, sure. right? Or at the oh no, mm-hmm. at the Colise- it's at the Coliseum. Coliseum. Coliseum? Yeah, yeah. Oh that's gonna be that'll be a nice one. And then we got Ireland. I, I don't think they're sending much of a roster as well. Yeah, you don't want to get too too crazy with these friendlies right before such massive games. And well, let's just certainly not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait till we don't score in the first thirty minutes against Croatia and someone online's like, Oh, we gotta fire Osodio, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I already had that tweet written up in my drafts. <laughs> Just get it ready. Get it ready. <laughs> if Bioho was coached, we would have scored four by now. <laughs> well, that's true. So yeah. <laughs> um, we got so we got Honduras on June eighth and June eleventh. We got USA. Um, I, they're both at home. I don't. I don't see why Mexico doesn't go away with six points here. I, I would say at minimum four. I mean, you you know, you never know what happens with these. You know, this U.S. team. Sometimes they they come out attacking. Sometimes they're sitting back. So I could always see, you know, a pretty stale game. But you I, you got to beat Honduras at home. Granted, that didn't happen last time either. So. We don't talk about the last World Cup call. <laughs> we don't talk about that. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, heavy favorites to win both games, I and mean, there's no reason they shouldn't. But yeah, you never know. Can't have like total confidence in this team to do so. But yeah, you would think they would come out of those two games with six points because they are at home and they are better than those two teams. So yeah, but who knows? Who knows? And just to recap, everyone, Mexico is currently at the top with ten points. Costa Rica has seven. Panama with five, and in the U.S. in fourth in the playoff spot with four goals, but they have a six-goal – or sorry, with four points, but they have a six-goal lead in the goal difference over Honduras. And even, even even Trinidad and Tobago, they're in last place, but they still have three points. So. Mm-hmm. Towards the bottom is going to get a little hectic coming up here. Yeah, it should be but, fun. So at Mexico, they have five goals scored, and they've only given up one. So they have the best defense. They've given one goal through four World Cup qualifiers. So and that was a road game, so that's even better. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I was celebrating like crazy when uh, Rafa Marquez hit that header in Columbus. <laughs> it was a, that was a special moment. <laughs> I w- I would have walked away with one point, just perfectly fine, but that was the. Uh, extra that we needed i was in a bar surrounded by all these uh, the american outlaw people watching that and uh, <laughs> i was i was causing a scene <laughs> so pretty happy with well, that goal too i i was i was victim to the previous one in in a, in a an american outlaws bar but we lost 2-0 so it was uh <laughs> the, the opposite for me yeah <laughs> and the fact that it was rafa marquez uh it just made it so much sweeter. <laughs> that is worst case scenario for the for the U.S. fans, isn't it? it imagine if you're a 100%. USA fan and you're a Red Bull fan. Oh, <laughs> a double whammy. So much hate. I loved it. <laughs> and it was one of the, it was like the. I mean, I guess I kind of tried four years ago, but this this was like one of the first games. The first like hex game, I tried to go see them. Mexico played Columbus. U.S. Soccer made it so hard to buy tickets. It Impossible. just made me it made me yeah. extra pissed off. Yes, I mean you look it's at that crowd. There's like they're putting four, the bamboo, right? There was like four green jerseys in that, in that entire stadium. Like I almost had my girlfriend order try to order tickets for me. She did, she has like a Caucasian last name. I was like, this this can go through. I don't want any. <laughs> 
no Barrazas or Hernandez is trying to order tickets. <laughs> this is suspicious. This is suspicious. No transaction allowed. And, like, and like everyone on like Mexican soccer Twitter was like applying. I don't think anyone won that I that I know or I follow on Twitter or follows me won that lottery. <laughs> I don't think so. Not many. It was ridiculous, man. And then they were offering like like a fantasy camp the day of and you if you donated like a thousand dollars or I was mad. I was so mad. <laughs> uh, and it just pisses me off because every time they play in uh, Azteca, FMF always gives you know the U.S. a certain a section they can sit in. Like, mm-hmm. What the hell? Like I'm not well, saying they... I, I'm not saying I know it's a bigger stadium, so I'm not saying you know U.S. soccer has to give Mexico the same number of tickets, but like maybe the same percentage. Like hey, give us like one percent of the stadium. Like what? Two hundred tickets? Twenty tickets? Something. Well, I mean, they, I mean, they choose to put the game in the twenty thousand seat stadium on purpose, like for that exact yeah. reason. That's their sanctuary, you know. It was. <laughs> oh, you said it. <laughs> I'm just a little. Well, how about? Uh, I was gonna say. Um, speaking of Rafa, do we see him as a possible starter for these upcoming games? What do you think, Jason? You, you I would start assume that Rafa? Rafa's starting. Yeah, I, I just think he. I think he's always starting. Like I, I, I will assume <laughs> he's starting until like he. I just can't put on shoes anymore. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's just let's just go into this. Let's just go into the starting lineup. Let's see who we got. Um. All right. Let's see. I'll go through and. T- what do you want to play? A four-three-three. As a base. In my opinion, the, the the best they've played is a three four three. In my opinion, but all right, all right, let's go. Let's try. Let's do the stupid thing we do where we try to guess Osorio's formation <laughs> and starting lineup. <laughs> just roll the dice. Yeah, let's just pretty much. All right, um, who who you got starting? Ochoa. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That. All right. Um. Okay, Moreno. Obviously, mm. yes. Yep. Especially with that uh, team of the season card. Oh yeah. <laughs> I need to holler at that on FIFA. Um, Diego Reyes. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Possibly. Now, if you start Rafa, do you start him in the back or as a midfielder who drops back? I think a midfielder at this point. Uh, I I I just I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you start Rafa in the midfield ever, um, but um, I could see that being the likely scenario, yes. So, so who I else do we start in the back? I mean, do you go with Salcedo? Yeah, I think Salcedo. Salcedo, yeah. But I will give him credit. He looks pretty good going forward with those crosses. I mean, he in uh, the Trinidad game, didn't he hit uh, either Cheech and Raul with, the, with some good crosses there? Yeah, he's he was yeah, yep. He surprised so, me. So I mean, actually. he he's got some flexibility. But I'll, I'll put him, I'll put him in the back. I mean, he's down there. I think Araujo starts too. Ooh, yeah, that's another possibility. Well, that's the rotations. You know, <laughs> we'll have one one game and one the other. I'm trying to think. Didn't um. Salcido get a red card or another yellow or something against the U.S. Well, he got a double yellow, I thought. Okay. Because at the end of the game, didn't he waste time? And that would that was okay. his second yellow. Oh, never mind. But that was yeah. We had the March way before. Games. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think you do. I think he does start Araujo just because he loves his height. Mm-hmm. So now, I mean, he's been playing well for Mexico. Yeah. So do you start Diego on the right, Moreno in the middle, and then Araujo on the left, I guess? I think it's flipped. I think Moreno goes to the left, and then Diego in the Araujo. Yeah. yeah, he's left-footed. Yeah. That makes sense, yeah. Okay, and then, then uh, Rafa is the, at the mid. <laughs> we know you probably shouldn't, but whatever. He's going to start, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Guardado? Yes. 
now it, now it gets a little. Yeah. Because I got on, I got on left. I got Layun, but he hasn't been playing a lot. So. Yeah. But that's not a real. I mean, that's not a real path spot on the team. So I would have Layun, and then on the other side, I'd put Jonah. And then what about Guardado? Well, he's he was one of them in the in the midfield, next to uh, Rafa. So we have Rafa, Guardado, Layun, and Jonah. Mm-hmm. And then up top, it gets a little bit more fun. This where you know, a little bit more variety. Chicharito, because no one's ever gonna bench him. Let's be honest. <laughs> yes. And you. Tecatito. I would put Tecatito on the on the left, and then Vela on the right. Nice. What do you guys think about? I've this is my theory. You you can't start Lozano and Tecatito at the same time. You can't start them. That's my what theory. I think that's now, right. Why 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 would that be your theory? They're the same player. <laughs> Just from <laughs> different sides. And yeah. and then you want to have that spark plug off the bench, which I guess you can count Gio as if you know keep on the bench or Fabian, but. I just like one of those two guys coming off the bench. I can and, see that. In like I think, I think yeah. minute at Azteca. I mean, shit. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think Lozano would be more like a spark because I think Corona can really do some damage as a starter. Yeah, I agree with that. I would, I wouldn't use them both. <laughs> I agree. I completely agree with that. I, I like Tecatito starting and um, Chuki coming in a little bit later. Because if you're Jermaine Jones and you're like the 60th minute and you already have one yellow card because you always get a yellow card in the first 20 minutes, you don't want Lozano coming at you at full speed right off the bench. Yeah, yeah I think I think with the way Vela's been playing, I, I think he I think he needs to be in the starting lineup as well. And then his Miami Heat are not in the playoffs, so you know he's focused on Mexico right now. That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> And then, I mean, that leaves us with, like, Jurgen, Gio, Fabian on the bench. Raul. There's a lot of options there. Yeah. See, that, that's, that's what's nice, too, is because you take out Cheech, put in Raul, and you, you can bring in a guy like Lozano, you know, guys who are pretty fast with their dribbling, you know, like with Corona, and uh, who can add that threat. So now you got to worry about the guy in the air. Uh, as much as you do a guy that can just beat you one-on-one. So that, that does a lot with the options for Osorio. Yeah, and then the, once we get to the Confederations Cup, Mexico has three games in six days. So. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> a lot of cohesion needed. You're going to need to rotate that squad. <laughs> yeah. So we all think that uh, Herrera is uh, out as a starter now? The only way I see him... Starting is if he for I don't know why Osorio just I I don't think he likes Jonah or something I don't know what it is like yeah I just don't know but that game against Costa Rica I mean he was to me he was arguably the most impressive just because of his ability to get back make crisp passes his vision which is completely on point I don't know that's just a major major tool to have but and that we'll field see. was. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I would hate to not see him on that field. I mean, this is totally biased, but, man, this team is just – from the mid uh, – you can say what you want about the defense, but from the midfield on, Mexico is loaded. Yeah. <laughs> Whether we can you turn can really... it into wins, like, but just like on a pure talent level, man – yeah, yeah, it's just like getting the getting the right roster out there that that clicks, you know, that that get has that works well together. So like, you know, you hope that you, that Osorio is able to find the, the winning formula because yeah, all the pieces are here. It's just uh, absolutely. Well, I guess this uh kind of leads into one of the questions uh, my brother gave us. He sent it over to the for the podcast. If you could pick, let's just go into it now because we're talking about like how loaded this team is. <laughs> um, I already know what my answer is going to be, but if you could pick one player from the past to insert into the current Mexico squad, who would it be? I'm going to start, and just because we've been so bad, 
because we need something defensively. I'm going to say Claudio Suarez. Oh, that's a good one. Nice. I mean, we could use him right now. I mean, <laughs> well, thank, well, thank God we've got Rafa already on the roster, so we don't have to use his, him as, as an option. Yeah, the past is currently playing with Rafa. <laughs> exactly. So. so you can just keep adding those legends on. People, people yeah, can we like, get like can we get like younger Rafa? Can that be one of the answers? Can we just, can we just Rafa, reel back Rafa the play. odometer on Rafa a bit? Early Barcelona Rafa? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get the ponytail going. Oh, ponytail Rafa? Oh man. <laughs> That's just scary. I'm gonna change my answer to that. Ponytail Rafa. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> that ponytail gave him like free kick powers, I swear. <laughs> Is that your answer, uh, I'm, is that I'm your answer all... Jason? Ponytail Rafa? <laughs> it isn't, but um, it's a good one. I'll, I'll give it to you, though. You can have it. Um, my, for me, it's uh, Quatamoc. I, I, I'm, going, I'm going Blanco. I want him on the team. Um, because I think, like you said, like this team is so stacked. There's, like, there's just great players all over this roster, but we don't have someone like Blanco who just has that spirit that just like that refuse to lose spirit. And I think like that kind of like leadership dynamic that like just doesn't care about anything except just like getting it done kind of guy. Uh, that's a guy I'd like to add to this roster just to kind of add that spark to it. Peak Blanco is who I'd put on this roster right now. Peak Blanco. Shit, I'll take 40 year old Blanco. I don't care. <laughs> put him on the sideline. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got, Jet Brian? Uh, I lean towards Blanco just because it kind—he, you kind of need a guy like that who's—it doesn't matter who you're against, like he just kind of goes blank and like just, you know, just plays to win. But I also really like Pavel Pardo. Nice. I was I was a big fan of him, but yeah, I think you I think I would bring back Kaltima. I mean, there's something special about him. Even in his when he was seventy five playing against Israel, you know, in that friendly, he was still a special player. <laughs> so, I think I'd go with Coltimo. With, with Blanco on the field, they don't lose seven zero to Chile. That, just, uh, that, that doesn't happen. Uh, they also don't happen. finish with eleven men. <laughs> <laughs> also true, <laughs> but the score is more respectable. So. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like in terms of that, who do you guys see as the? I mean, obviously we see Rafa as the leader, but do you, if he's not on the field, who do you guys think? Guardado. I mean, I know Guardado has been the captain, but and I see him. He he is vocal on the field, and he and he goes up. He talks to the refs, and I mean, I I don't know. That's just something. I wish he was just a little more. Maybe I'm just comparing him to Blanco because Blanco was so like out of the like he just did not care, but yeah. But that was a little more subdued. Maybe you need that nowadays, but I don't know. Yeah, I think I, I think know. it's Gord. I think it's Gordado, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but like they don't have like like next. There's no one on that roster that's just like I'm throwing this team on my back right now. And we're doing this. You know, there there isn't a player like that. I mean, I I think that's pretty rare. But like you know, I think I mean if you could add one thing to this team, that's the kind of thing you want like that. That kind of leader. I mean, you have like leaders. Like Guardado is a leader, no doubt. But it's just like a different dynamic, and I, I think it's a rarity. But it's something the team is missing. Yeah, I would say if you, when you look at this team, this is like a FIFA team. <laughs> you know, they've got the, the you've got the skill and everything, but there's those intangibles. You know, that aren't placed in there. And like attitude is one of them. Because I don't see yeah. Echo Moreno yelling. You know, you know. I, Maybe a small scrum, but I don't see him organize every everybody, you know? Right. I mean, as good and as long as Moreno's been on a team, I've always felt that way. And it, it's been more obvious lately where I'm like, you don't see him stepping up and yelling and, like, organize. He's just – he's really Getting good. Getting people's he's attention. Talented. Yeah, he's talented. I'm not going to say he's not. He's arguably one of the best defenders I think Mexico's ever produced. He's so good. But, like you're saying, he's, he doesn't have the – like that cutthroat where he's just yelling and I don't know. And that's why Rafa keeps reappearing on these rosters. <laughs> as long as he can keep it, keep it, keep it. Hey, even if it's 20, mean, 20, 20 like minutes where he can like be the captain in the second half, even if it's a one, one, one goal lead. I mean, he's still going to get those, uh, 
those call-ups. I mean, and everything I've heard and read, everyone respects the hell out of him. Rafa. Yeah. He has yeah, absolutely. He has the respect of the entire team. So. I don't absolutely. Know. That's a good question, by the way. That's fantastic. I know. I'm disappointed it didn't come from me, but. <laughs> also, um, he's wrong. He thought I was going to pick Jorge Campos, but I think we're good. We're good at uh, Ochoa. Well, uh, you know, for the, for the obvious reasons. I mean, he can play striker. You know, you want flexibility. Need a free kick, you know? So good. All right, what else we got? <laughs> All right, so is that so? That's is this the predicted lineup we have? If it's a three-four-three, three, Ochoa, Moreno, Diego, Rajo, Rafa, Guardado, Jonah, Layun, Vela, Chicharito, Tecatito. Mm-hmm. Especially the, those attack. That that attack would be insane. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I mean, it's going to be totally Vela. different from that, but yeah. 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 Inform Vela would be uh, insane. Um, yeah. So then the Gold Cup starts. Is it near? Is it starting later than usual? Is it or is it because of the Confederation? No, Cup? it's. Always, I, I think it's because it's usually July. Yeah. It's not starting until July 9th. Yeah. It's probably because of the Confed. I mean, everything seems really crammed up. Because of qualifiers and uh, Mexico flies out to Russia. I mean, I'm already seeing like teams announce their preseason tournament, their preseason friendlies, and they're like in July. I'm like, Mexico's still playing games. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're gonna have like a like basically a Liga MX based Gold Cup squad, and then Liga MX is gonna be starting like <laughs> just like a week or so after the Gold Cup starts. Like, it's it's gonna be interesting. Mm-hmm. And then only until someone gets hurt, and then the managers are going to lose their shit. That's right. That's right. It's going to be messy. Always is. Um, <laughs> so what do you guys – let's talk expectations. We're thinking at least four points for uh, World Cup qualifying. I think that would be reasonable. At least four, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Confederations Cup, they are, of course, as is tradition now, Mexico's in the same group as the host. <laughs> every every tournament <laughs> every tournament um we have russia new zealand portugal and mexico and all signs point to portugal sending their their a squad yeah um and new zealand i mean we can beat new zealand i don't know and honestly we could beat portugal oh yeah i'm not i'm just I'm not... I, I, yeah i know but like you know Portugal um, don't always perform like the Euro champions. Like they, they're, and, they, and, yeah, and honestly, like, and it's ridiculous to say, but like they were very fortunate to <laughs> to be champions of of, of that tournament. Um, so I mean, like, you don't know what Portugal is going to show up, and and certainly it's a, I don't know, with that with that group that Mexico has, you really have to think that I mean, this is a great opportunity for them to to really. Uh, put their stamp on the tournament. Mm-hmm. And just to cover all the bases in the other group, Cameroon, Chile, Australia, and Germany. Germany's basically sending a U23 squad. Hey. St- still a good team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're basically sending the same squad they went to the Olympics yesterday, last year. <laughs> Um, so Mexico plays Portugal on the 18th. They play New Zealand the second game, and then they finish off with the host Russia. Yeah, I think it just depends expectation wise. Like, can they find a rhythm? I mean, I know you got two really important games. Granted, with 10 points now, it makes it easier. But it, are they going to be? You know, was there going to be a little bit of hangover from? the qualifiers or will they actually have chemistry going right into it, which I, I would hope to see because I think what, you know, one of my theories with what happened last year, obviously with that really bad loss is I think they felt like they were kind of on a glorified exhibition tour. And I think this would be something different. You know, this is a massive travel right after two big games. So, 
I think this will be taken with a lot more um, caution and more of a serious manner. I mean, that's just my theory, but it all depends on that. It's great. It's great too that I, th- I think they're starting with that Portugal match. I think it's uh, good to start with like the toughest match, especially because I mean you th- you'd hope that Portugal are just kind of coming in a little bit on the rusty side as well. So I think like getting that that the hardest one out of the way I think is good rather than starting with like the host or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. And you know they get a result in that first one, they could really be on their way. So. And I am double checking. It is a, well, it might be direct. I don't know. It's a long-ass flight from Mexico City to Russia. Let's just mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's the, uh, that one factor you got to watch out for. Yeah. I mean, they got but... 10 days in between, but yeah, it is, it's going to be tricky. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, the schedule I think kind of helps Mexico. They kind of you know they avoid the host until the very last game. Yeah. I mean, and New Zealand. No, I just hope New Zealand loses every game, so then we don't have to worry about them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then only the top two advance. So it should be good. I mean, the tournament, hopefully isn't over for Mexico until July 2nd when they sh- they'll play in the championship game or the third place playoff. So is that the same day or is it, is that one yeah, day before they're the same day? Okay. They're both July 2nd. Well, we could possibly be seeing a rematch of the massacre in Northern California if Mexico advances. So, yeah. I'd love to see them get another crack at Chile. Kind of the, the chance for redemption be nice mm-hmm. and like a legitimate like competitive match It'd be kind of exciting and terrifying yeah. but exciting <laughs> it's terrifying yes absolutely i'm hoping uh arsenal have sucked the life out of alexi sanchez and he's just tired <laughs> Spe- oh speaking of chile they have quite a few league mx players on that roster and in important yeah. in important positions so Another thing to watch out for. Yeah, Liga MX is well represented. Cruz on that roster. What was that, Jason? A whole bunch of Cruz Azul on that roster, too. So <laughs> yeah. Whatever that means. <laughs> that so could be really saying good there's or... a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it, but, you know, it's there. <laughs> All right, we got a couple questions to finish up. Here. Who is the better player right now, Giovanni Dos Santos or Jonathan Dos Santos? Who do you think had a better year this year? Thanks. Yeah. I'm gonna go Jonah. Uh, does anyone <laughs> uh, disagree? I I think it's pretty easy to say Jonah. I mean, like I like I mentioned earlier that Costa Rica game, he looked like he was on a completely different level when I even trying to stop Costa Rica to creating a play. So right now Jonah is on a much different playing playing field <laughs> in that situation. Yeah. I, I think you have to say Jonah at this point. I mean, this is, it was a good year for Gio, um, but not as good as what um, Jonah, uh, as good as Jonah has been, especially playing. I mean, he's just playing at a higher level and he's doing it really well. So I mean, you have to say Jonah at this point. Yeah, I mean, he had a really good year. I mean, I know it's not the biggest thing, but he was good on a on a you know on a really solid La Liga club, who I believe are going to Europa League next year. So, mm-hmm. and they were mm-hmm. flirting with Champions League spot for a while too. So, and like you said, he's finally getting the chance to play for Mexico, and he's doing well. I mean, that's not to say Gio's done or anything, because. I mean, they're both faced a lot of competition in their positions. I mean, Gio basically yeah. has two younger versions of himself, and Tecatito and <laughs> and uh, Lozano fighting for minutes. So, mm-hmm. and then Jonah has like ten other guys competing for those three or four midfield spots. So, but yeah, I'm gonna go with Jonah too. He's just he's had the better he's had the better year, and I think he's, I guess, more in form right now. Yeah. 
finished with an assist in his last game. So yeah, he, he was playing well. He played well in Europa League. He played well in La Liga. Yeah, and he's not even playing his preferred spot. He's playing right mid, and now he's not playing centrally. Which and he always mm-hmm. says he prefers to play centrally, but the the team has someone who's been there for a while, and it's it's working. So he's just doing well. Yeah. Now are they going to be playing together soon? Oh, do you think? come on. Nah. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, wait, what's he talking about here? <laughs> He's got two more years. He's got two more years of URL's contract. And I hope he stays. He'll stay just for the fact that URL will not let him go for free. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sorry, but if you're going to spend a splash in a DP and MLS, you don't do it on a, on a like D-mid central midfielder. You splash yeah. that cash for a striker. And that's, I mean, yeah, he's Mexican, but I don't know. Do you think MLS will allow the Galaxy? Because that's what it is. MLS has to allow the Galaxy to pay, what, $6 million for, for Jonah? Uh, Plus salary? I, yeah. I think it's possible. Possible. I, I, um, maybe like I said, it's more of an unlikely because he's it doesn't like it doesn't have the cachet, um, that even his brother has really. Um, but, um, I think it's possible. I, I could see I could see it happening, um, and that becoming a big part of their marketing for the galaxy being the, having the brothers there together. The Joe Bros, the Dos Santos Bros. I mean, he can really help his, I guess, stock. If he goes to Russia, not only this year but next year, and makes a name, you know, causes a little bit of a attention to himself with his how he plays outside of the club, so that would always help I mean, that's, him. Yeah, I mean that's true. I mean, like if he starts really getting like the regular playing time with Mexico, then you could see him other European teams taking a, a bigger European teams even taking a look at him. Mm-hmm. And Villarreal, Villarreal aren't scared to sell, but I mean that's the thing they're gonna sell. They're not gonna, right? They're not gonna sure. do what a Barca did with like Marquez and be like, oh, you can go for free, <laughs> which is exactly what they did. Yeah, I mean he still had like another eighteen months on his contract or two years or at least one year, and they just said, no, nah, it's okay, you can go. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, we got this is at JT the Gooner. I got a couple questions. Um, has Jurgen Dam has his game digressed? Or a better question would be why has his game digressed? And there are rumors that Sunderland wants to sign him. Sunderland who just uh, who just I, relegated. I don't think moving to Sunderland is a good idea for him. Is that a good move for him? I mean, I mean, I mean, so. this is like just moving there in general, just people or the team. I, I think that's probably a, a bad idea. I mean, they're going to be in the championship. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think I don't think that's a great move for for Jurgen down. No, um, I don't think that's a club you want to be signing on to right now. Uh, and I, I don't think Jurgen Dom's game would translate very well to the championship. Um, and I think it's like probably a. And I think he could just do better in general. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a difference between going to the championship in June than going to the championship in January when your team's already almost guaranteed to move up like Layun did. Am I right, Brian? Sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I, I agree. I don't think that's a – and I don't think his game has digressed – much um i still think he offers a lot but that's that's not a move i would favor for him um so hopefully that's just another rumor that just came out of nowhere i mean i think i think like he could use a new situation and i think like he could Mm -hmm. be somewhere where there's like a little more dependence on him i think would be good for him where he's going to be like someone that the team is counting on to produce every week um you know, but I also also agree with Brian. Like, I don't think his game has digressed. I think he's, I think we're more focused on his faults. But I think they've always kind of been there. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's really, um, 
I don't really see any like new things <laughs> that are wrong with with Jurgen, but um, no, I, I think like yeah, just a new situation would probably be good, the the best thing for him, but not necessarily uh, something like that. No. I mean, he's playing on what arguably the eh, one of the best teams this side of the Atlantic. Am I right? Is that I'm safe? Is sure. that safe to say? I mean, I'm sure yeah. if Tigers were to cope early with the others, they would go very far like they did. The last time Mexican teams were allowed. So yeah, it's, not like, was... it's not like he's struggling to get playing time on Puebla, you know? <laughs> right. No disrespect to Puebla. <laughs> but, um, right. this, their Tigers team is so loaded. I mean, how much, they yeah, spend I think... on, how much did they spend on Sosa from Pumas? Oh, I don't even know. And he's just sitting on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> They got Vargas. He's not an automatic starter. Yeah, I think I think if in Jurgen's situation, I mean, I would rather I'd rather say Tigres can go to Sunderland. So, at the end of the day. And one important thing about why I think it's such a bad move, he has an EU passport. He has options. He's not, Absolutely. He's not one That's of those guys where, oh, I'm going to count against the foreigner's cap. I you know, I need to pick my spot. No, he can go until Brexit fully takes place. He can go wherever he wants. Absolutely. That's a good point. But, like, will Tigres sell players? Like, that's, like, remains to be seen because we don't really see it very much. Like, will Tigres allow a player to move to Europe for, like, a reasonable amount of money? Because we, I mean, we saw what happened with someone else, uh, a now Chivas striker. The, everything that went down there. I mean, it, it could be an ugly situation. Um, and I, it kind of seems like a lot of players are starting to kind of go to Tigres and kind of just kind of get stuck there. Yeah, but yeah. I think I think he's it's a little bit different because I mean he's not because Polito was wasn't he? He was coming off like a twenty goal season. Like he was going to be the guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you count, I think like Champions League and then Apertura and Clausura. Mm-hmm. That was I was shocked too. He had like twenty some goals that year. But yeah. um, he's he's not an automatic starter, so I think they might let him go. I mean, someone they gotta pay for it. They gotta extend your deck. I mean, they have to give an extension. They gotta pay him somehow. <laughs> it seems like they're just printing money. So I don't know. Yeah, they're end up being an issue. That's true. Um, anything else you guys want to touch on before we sign off? Well, I, I would think like a, one more question, kind of maybe even fast forward. Do you see any of these, you know, bigger name Liga MX players that are on the national team making a move, you know, sometime soon? Uh, besides the, or besides Lozano? Well, like Lozano or... Or even Gutierrez, or any, but or even you know, like we we're talking about Jurgen Dam, any of those guys. Do you do, are we, do you guys see any any of them leaving out? I would have to say, Lozano and Jurgen are gonna be sold. Yeah, I, I could see someone making a move on Orbelin, too, especially if he gets some playing time, a uh, little more playing time with the national team. I think he's someone, especially at the age he's at and the, the his dynamic play. I think he could be scooped up pretty easily. He's got a. I think there's a rumor with Valencia, but well, uh, again, yes. that's yeah. that's rumor. Yeah. We've had lots of those. We have. Can Valencia even afford him? I don't know. Oh, actually, you know what? <laughs> you know what? I take that back. Um, La Liga did rework their TV deal where. It's a little bit more evenly distributed, so. Yeah. Because before then, I'd say hell no. Well, it, yeah, I mean, it all depends on what, you know, and what happens with, with Chivas. But I could see, but I mean, I could see him being one of them. I, th- I think the number one is Lozano. I think he's definitely mm-hmm. heading somewhere. Who knows? We'll find it's overdue. Out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Valencia finished in 12th this year, so there's there's going to be no European 
action for them. And I think they went through three coaches this year, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. Not quite a good year. They finished right below Malaga, so take that for what you will. It's never a good sign. I don't see Vergaro selling him. That's all. <laughs> yeah, like uh, the price is probably not going to be right. Like, <laughs> But it's just um, whether they want to let him go or not, I think, at that point. I could see, um, as far as other guys, I could see Luis Reyes. If he if he starts getting getting a few minutes, the way he's been playing for Atlas, um, and if he starts getting some minutes, I could see him starting to get some looks. And certainly, he's on a team that is willing to sell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Atlas do. It's like Atlas is like the opposite of Chivas. Atlas will sell you to Europe if someone's interested, where Chivas will <laughs> ask for top dollar and then some. Yeah. I wish more Liga MX players would just have like. It's mandatory in Spain, but like a release clause in their deals. <laughs> that would be beneficial. Even if it's a ridiculous like number, at least someone knows. Okay, this is what I have to pay. Right. But yeah, yeah, I'm sure we'll be following that along this whole year. Who's leaving? What's the next rumor? What's going on? Yeah. Well, hopefully there's some. I mean, we 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 need some more guys to go over there. I think. Especially some of these younger guys who are ready. Some of these names we're talking about now. Like hopefully, uh, it's gonna be pretty disappointing if we see uh, Lozano back in Liga MX next year. Mhm. Yeah, and I think I mean Pachuca is definitely willing to sell. It's not like. Yeah. I mean, it is. They're asking for yeah. high money, but I mean, he's a proven player. He's not like a. He's not some eighteen-year-old player who has yet to debut in Liga MX. I mean, he's been right. the focal point. For a really good team for the last three years. Yeah, and he's played a, he's played like a shitload of minutes the last three years. Like the and the sheer amount of minutes he's played for the national team and Pachuca is it like insane. Well, you know, he's uh, an important player for for both. So <laughs> we saw it in the Concacaf uh, Champions League. Coming through, so definitely wouldn't be an easy guy to get rid of. So if I see him in Japan with Pachuca, I'm gonna be really pissed off uh, in December. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yep. All right. Well, anything else? That's it for me. That's it for now. Good. Yeah. Well, where can the people find you, Jason? I know people sign up to that newsletter. I'm a I'm a subscriber. It's good stuff. Oh, awesome! Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, sign up for my newsletter. Uh, you can find it pinned tweet top of my Twitter, which is at soccer Mexicana. Um, best of Mexican soccer writing and English each week coming to your inboxes. So so yeah, sign up for that. Um, and you can find me at soccer Mexicana or uh, at the Mexican soccer show. What about you, Brian? Where do people find your stuff? Uh, on Twitter, you can find me at Brian um, RMW, and then at, if you want to check my articles at the stoppage time, um, and that's where you can find me. Mostly posting just goofy stuff, so just check it out. And I gotta get a prediction for you: who's gonna win the NBA title, Cavs or Warriors? Do you want my what my brain says or what my heart says? Brain. I want what the brain says. We know what the heart says. Okay, this is on this is on air, so. I'll say the Warriors will win. In? Seven. Ooh. Seven. Please, please prove me wrong, universe. <laughs> uh, you a big basketball fan, Jason, or nah? Moderate basketball fan. I, I, I'll give you Warriors in six, though, because I, I don't trust that Cavs defense. Ooh, there you go. Warriors in six. Strong point, strong point. I will say... <laughs> It goes to seven. The Ten. Cavs win. Uh, Just because LeBron yeah, James I, I, is going to average a triple-double and go insane. You know, th this is another summer where I feel like I need to go see a doctor because I got Confederations Cup, World Cup qualifying, and then I got Cavs championship to worry about. It's not a bad thing, but there's just a lot of added stress that I'm not used to. 
Sports be tough. Some some antacid or something. I don't know. I know. I'm, I'm used to a lot of losing, so a, a a quick upswing is not in my in my wheelhouse here. Are you? Did you like the Indians? Well, you know, <laughs> they didn't do too good either. So, <laughs> but my Cubs did. So, <laughs> hey, it was overdue. So that's not that doesn't hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it was. It was a little, it was a little hectic that day. For me. But after what happened in Copa America, for the next day to be the game seven, I was like, this could be the difference from me having a heart attack and having like the best day ever because two losses like that would might have just taken me off the planet. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thanks for hopping on, guys. Hopefully, we'll get a couple more of these now that the. Now that Mexico plays, what did Tom say? Like Mexico plays a game every four days from here until August or something? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for checking out the podcast. Leave us a rating, review, tell your friends. Thanks for the support, guys. I'm out.